this pleases me. Oh, yeah. This pleases me. This. Smart Home Technology. Technology. Alexa, please turn the heating up. I'm very cold. After that, please play. Digger Digger. Oh no, 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 no. I do not want this. Alexa, stop. Smart Homes. Stupid people. Smart Homes. Smart Homes, stupid people. Smart Homes, stupid people. Smart Homes. Stupid people. Smart Homes. Smart Homes, stupid people. Das war einer der Marke Feucht. Hello. Hello and welcome <laughs> to another episode of Smart Homes, Stupid People. Um, today is smart homes, stupid sick people, because <laughs> that's what we are. And uh, here we are anyway, doing the show, but um, with good reason. I think that it's actually a nice break from the sofa. <laughs> True, yeah. And so I'm going to be coughing a little bit during this whole thing. <coughs> and I just I just took a bit of uh, this weird um, etheric oil stuff that uh, is burning my mouth right now. So without further hesitation. Good idea. I'd like to explain a little bit about today's program and first say that uh, we weren't around the last couple of days. And the reason is because um, Madeline came home last Wednesday feeling not very good. And we had already <laughs> made mention that Sunday was also going to not happen because she she was invited to a shamanic workshop in uh, Cologne, was it? Or Düsseldorf? You are close to Hanover. Over there. So, yeah. So, so, close to where? Hanover. Okay, that's far away. So, anyway. <laughs> um, and the point is, is that um, she came home after this uh, business meeting that uh, stressed her out quite a bit. And when she got home, you know, she had to lay on the couch and um, and that's it. So, she she lay there for a couple days. <laughs> I got, actually didn't move for a while. Yeah. She got better. And then yeah. she got up and started jumping for joy. <laughs> and then I fell. <laughs> and and now here we are. Yeah. So that was that was my intro. And as you guys can see, the this is the uh the scruff that builds after a week and a half of not doing shit. And uh <laughs> but it's okay. Madeline's the sex appeal of the show anyway. Uh, uh, okay. So, so today's today's gonna be a, a bit of a fun one because we um we had a completely different show topic in mind. And we decided to abandon it last second just because I'm I'm like entering the data in on the computer to <laughs> at, to you know to set the live streams into motion and I I'm just looking at it and I'm like what the hell is this platform that I'm using to do that like just my mind is just drawing blanks mm -hmm. and then Madeline looks at me and she's like let's just talk about the pleasures of being sick and she said it tongue in cheek very sarcastically but I actually think it's a really good topic yeah because I'm I'm sure that Madeline can say quite a bit about that and. Um, That's what we're going to do. But um, before we go into that, um, I'm just going to do a bit of a precursor and um, explain what we uh, were going to do hmm. so that uh, you guys can get excited about it next episode. Hmm. And for those of you watching us in the video format right now, you can tell things are a bit darker um, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I'm a bit uh, um, photosensitive right now. 
means that uh, I've been I've been sitting in a dark corner just sweating for a couple of days. I feel much better now, actually. You know, it's uh, it definitely was a a day of being down and a day of. Uh, you know, taking it easy, and now is the day where I'm up again. Yeah. So, so that means that things are working, right? Because that, that that's that's very True. typical for me when I do get sick. Um, that that's kind of the rhythm that I that I uh, you know have. Um, so I recently read the uh, not recently, but a while ago I read um, Ted Kaczynski, um, also known as the Unabomber. I read his book called uh, The Anti Tech Revolution: um, The Hows and Whys, or How and Why. And um, in his second chapter, he put forward this idea called um, self-propagating systems. And I just find the idea so, so cool. Um, and I wanted to, without giving Mandy any forewarning, to just talk about these subjects. Because <laughs> though Ted Kaczynski is a mathematician, um, a lot of what he talks about is very uh very much in the biological realm, you know, very relevant. So I want to see how hmm. how Madeline agrees or disagrees with uh, the work of Ted Kaczynski. So that's something we could look forward to next time. And furthermore, uh, there's a second book that I read um, that I think kind of goes hand in hand with it. And this book is called The Dharma Manifesto, written by a Sri Dharma... Pravartaka Asharya. I'm just not going to bother with the name, but that's it. Um, for you guys watching the video version, this is uh, the book. And this book is really cool because it goes into detail about the laws of nature and how we are not outside of them. Mm. And if we don't move with the laws of nature, we will eventually be crushed yep. by the laws of nature. And so he outlines in this manifesto how um, we could have a healthy society, even with um, moderate technologies, without having to go against the laws of nature. And it's very, very well written from that point of view. He talks about um, how certain religions don't fit with the laws of nature and how others do and the reasons why and so on and so forth. So it's also very fascinating mm -hmm. on that topic, um, which we will get into next time. So that's a bit of a precursor for that. Hmm. So that was my intro. I'm, 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 I'm just... <laughs> Learning it all out in the beginning because I don't think I'm going to last much longer. <coughs> and so what I'd like to do is hand it over to Madeline <laughs> and have Madeline explain um, what's going on with the uh, the pleasures of being sick. Of being sick. Yeah, I didn't even remember it. I'm, I'm, I think I'm just going to go over there now and drink my tea. And uh, why don't you why don't you lead us into today's topic, please? Yeah, yeah. So as Iris said, it kind of really kicked me kicked me down last yeah. week. I haven't been sick like this. I don't know. I actually can't remember when I was sick like that. I had a fever. I I was really. I just felt very. The very benefit of being raised in a barn. Shitty. Yeah, probably. I, <laughs> I usually think I have a very good immune system, but the the pleasures of being sick. I <laughs> just put that into um, today's topic. When you lay down, you know, and there's nothing you can do, it just hurts everywhere and you just feel so shitty. <laughs> yeah. um, it's It really brings you to a point where either you can, you know, just, just like, like how's that, like, yeah, man? Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can just complain and Yeah, you can just complain and, and like, like, meow, 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 and, you know, this, I don't want this and blah, 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 which I did to a certain point, I guess. But at, at one point you have to accept the situation and see what it wants from you and why you are in that situation. And for me, it was very clear why <laughs> it kind of knocked me out like that because I put myself uh, on a lot of uh, stress and pressure the last couple of weeks. 
I have to hand in my book by end of September, so within a week now. And there's still a lot of lot of stuff for me to do. And I was really, you know, trying to get everything done, work at the same time, writing my book, also doing some illustrations at the point where I just couldn't couldn't do it anymore. And also I came back from a business meeting where I already felt on the way that I don't know, I it took out more energy than it gave it gave to me. And I think these these situations in our life are are the um yeah, like if we become ill, it's just a sign of of, mm-hmm. of life that we need to change something. That this is not the way it should go. As you said, you know, it's not the way nature operates or the laws of nature that you are <laughs> living against the laws of nature because yeah, the flow of energy is not <laughs> not going anymore. Mm-hmm. It just got it, it just you, you got stuck somewhere. Yeah. And I obviously got big big time. Yeah. <laughs> I got stuck big time. Yeah. But you know, it it only lasted a couple days. And um yeah, but I have to say it was really intense and it really brought me to a point where I had to go inwards and I realized like first of all I don't want someone rule over my life like that you know with having these these deadlines and I know at the end I put myself into that situation where because I decided when to hand in the manuscript and I could have just given me a little more time but at the end I think these situations are also there for you to really face your fears like I had to well I still I don't know if I can make it you know I'll try my best but <laughs> I don't know if it's if it's possible but whatever will happen in that situation where I laid on the sofa and felt so sick I thought well it can't be worse than this mm. you know it's like I already feel feel horrible and really when I said that <laughs> every bone every every my skin just hurt like so badly yeah that's, and and that's in my opinion I just think that's yeah. um, your body's way of telling you don't get up yeah, just, don't get up. Just, just don't relax. do it. And yeah. at that point, I was actually very thankful that I got this break from my body, that I was not able to do anything. Just laying down and, you know, just maybe listening to a little bit of music or even not that. Like I had a headache pounding in my head, like, <laughs> I don't know, little, little, little drummer that I could just not doing anything. And all you can do in that moment is just really uh, tap into the moment and sense sense what's going on in your body so i could i was sweating a lot and i could feel my heartbeat it was really intense Mm -hmm. so just really connect with your with my body and i was happy that i was still you know like that i'm there and everything obviously works i was sweating i knew my body is kind of you know helping me to to recover and to heal but also I also looked at myself and realized how many times I put myself um, and my body under too much stress that I was not thankful for what I have every day Mm -hmm. and also trusting that things are okay and also facing the possibility that, yeah, you know, you can die from these things. Mm -hmm. I mean, nowadays we are pretty lucky with all the the, the stuff that we have, like um, medicaments, which I don't like to use, but, you know, obviously couple uh centuries ago <laughs> things would have been mm, harder to yeah. survive yeah i'm i've i've become actually fairly um 
brutal-minded, I think, at least for myself. It's not something I wish upon others um, when it comes to using Western medicine. And yeah. I think it's it's a, it's a funny thing because I hear more and more this this common sentiment uh, that, that people <coughs> tend to complain more and more that the world is overpopulated and that humans are a problem and uh, that there's a global climate crisis and humans are, again, the problem and all of that kind of bullshit. And... Um, for me, it's actually quite simple because I, the last time someone actually said that to me, they said, uh, you know, how can you be so naive if you don't want to acknowledge this and that? And I looked at him, I say, when was the last time you took antibiotics? And he's like, well, the last time I, you know, I had, a, I had like a staph infection or whatever, I took antibiotics. And I said, well, how about this? How about next time you don't take them? <laughs> and then you'll just fall right into the laws of nature and you'll set things right into balance. Mm. And that's a, it's, it's a hard way of looking at it, right? True, yeah. But that's the reality is that we actually developed over the centuries mm. with that in mind. You know, only a couple civilizations had um, antibiotics specifically in their diet um, consistently, right? Yeah. And it wasn't something that uh, was uh, open you know, as common knowledge, specifically in 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 the the modern era kingdoms and so on and so forth, and um, so that's that's just kind of like my 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 take on on that. So, so Maddie, what do you what do you uh, what do you want to say now in regards to the pleasure side of our slogan? Because <laughs> uh, we just we just kind of like put forth a bit of doom and gloom. I'll read that in a second. Yeah. And uh, how can how, what, what do you want to say now as far as the pleasure side of it? Because I have a couple side. things I can say yeah, about that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's always nice to feel better <laughs> after and really feel the difference. I think, you know, having this, this contrast between being sick and healthy that really, um, that really enables us to, to appreciate when we are healthy, when we are happy, when we have energy to, you know, be outside, do the things that we like. And all these little things I started appreciating again once I was able to get back up and, you know, having, um, being hungry again and all that. So, and, and just being outside when I, when I, I've, I've been like almost a week just inside and like today was a beautiful day, you know, we were outside and the sun was just shining and to do have this appreciation again that we sometimes forget in every our in our everyday life when things are just working. And I think once things are not working, you start to appreciate more. So I think that's, that's some, absolutely something that I yep. would say is um, the pleasure of being um, sick. But also, as I already said, you know, really being forced to sit down or lay down for a certain period of time, not doing anything, maybe not even being able to put in new information because you you feel full or so that you only concentrate on yourself. You can really go deep within yourself and you can ask yourself, is the life the way I want? To, is the, the the life I live the way I want to live? Why became I um, why I'm sick right now? What maybe I did something wrong? Um, how can I change it in the future? Um, what is the immediate thing I can do right now in order to mm -hmm. make it better? Um, always just you know I think to 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 look for solutions uh, instead of making things worse by you know pitying yourself. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um... And I'll say as well, you know, um, the acknowledgement that something has to change yeah. is to me the the, the, the pleasure. It, yeah, it, it is true. to me the acknowledgement of saying, hey, 
something was wrong, take a look at that, and now yeah. you can change. Now you can fix it. Now you can actually be better than you were before. You could try and figure out yeah. why this happened, you know? it's it's And and I'm not being naive in the sense that, like, uh, people don't get sick if, they, uh, if, if they're happy, but I definitely say that, not just happy, but mm. I definitely say that if you're living more the life of, you know, an, in, an intuitive happiness yeah right yeah you are not going to get sick as often it's just yeah. it's just my experience Absolutely agree. um whether we want to quantify that uh, I, I don't really i don't really care to i just i know from my experience yeah. that that's the case you know i Same. mentioned it in a previous episode that i was diagnosed with uh with um, shingles and it was brutal you know because the shingles actually brought out a whole bunch of other things mm. um i started getting all these canker sores every time my immune system went down a little bit all through my mouth my gums and my teeth and it was it was back of my throat it was it was awful Mm. and um, they wanted to put me on medication permanently and nobody wanted to explain to me why it happened, you know? Um, and it's the same thing, you know, if someone comes to me and says, hey, I got breast cancer and now I have to go and get operated. My, my first question is more like, um, well, did you find out why you got breast cancer? Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes their reaction is a slap to the head in the sense like, how <laughs> dare you blame mm -hmm. the victim? <laughs> Right. Well, it, this is something that we just, you know, this is the common sense, I guess, with many people. Well, that illnesses are, are like a destiny that you are faced upon and maybe it's even by chance, nothing you can do. Yep. I just, the way sometimes I hear my parents talk, it's like, you know, when you're older, then you, then you get sick and hopefully we don't have bad illnesses and... I never ever I never thought that way that life is just, you know, having like a bucket of sicknesses and kind of <laughs> throwing it out. <laughs> and it's like whoever catches something catches something. Yeah. I don't I don't see it like that. And yeah. um when I was so sick I listened to um a German um spiritual teacher, his name is Kurt Tepperwein, which I actually really like and he sees it sees it the way that I actually like also to see that you know, you ha we have our body and we have our mind, but also we have our spirit and The spirit is actually the one that can't become sick. It's 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 not uh, physical mm. in that regard. But our spirit is actually able to observe the body and the mind. And when we realize, oh wait a minute, our body is not healthy, mm -hmm. then this is a sign of the body, like uh, you know, saying, "Hey, come on, something is wrong <laughs> here. Can you change it, please?" You know, yeah. it's like I'm under too much stress, too much pressure. Yeah. And then you, as a spirit, you and maybe even together with your mind, you can decide, okay, what can we do in order to to uh, make it better? Yeah. And so for me, the immediate uh, reaction was that you know, this week I was not going to work. I really was just focusing on on my book writing, to um at least get me some of the some stress off and i was mm. even sitting in front of my manuscript and thinking about a couple things as like is that really so important to to change that or to answer this question and i just you know i said well no it's not important then mm -hmm. just leave it just keep going yeah just keep going yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so so there we go um if any of you guys out there are listening live right now yeah we are on rockfin rumble twitch dlive telegram and also an audio format on Podbean. My name is Eris Felmuth. I'm Madeline Siege. Exactly. <laughs> For you guys in the audio world, um, I'm a, a building automation technician. And uh, what are you? I'm a biologist. There we go. <laughs> She likes fluffy little animals. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. All right. And uh, speaking of fluffy animals, one's starting to cry a little bit outside. 
That's maybe another thing for me uh, was the pleasure of being sick. I had time for my cats. And I would say they really realized that I was sick. They were around me yeah, all the time. time. They were in my bed, you know, one on the head, the other one on my foot. <laughs> <laughs> I even felt like they were working in shifts. <laughs> one, is, one was always there. <laughs> yeah, really, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and wow. then uh, that was, I, I don't know, I um, I really even felt closer the connection mm-hmm. to um, to them when yeah, I was sick. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there are a couple of things I wanted to put out first off before we um, go, because uh, this isn't going to be a very long episode. We've already hit about 22 minutes yeah. and um, I, I don't see us going past like 45 today. But we did <laughs> want to chime in today and kind of let you guys yeah. know that um, we're still here and we'd like to keep doing this at least twice a week. And yeah. uh, for us, it's lots of fun and we hope to... Um, you know, extend this invitation to you guys as uh, as as um, an invitation to join the show and to um, partake in our conversation that we just have from our living room, and uh, that you guys are all here in spirit, and you can just chime in whenever you want. Yeah. In the near future, there will also be um, video and audio phone calls for guests as well. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, exactly. <laughs> Spontaneous guests, not just invited guests. So that's, that's something we're looking forward to. Um, that being said, a couple of things I'd like to actually talk about before we wrap up today is, um, one is predisposition, mm-hmm. right? And I, I say this because, yeah, it's, it's very easy to say that, um, you can do the be- as much as you want to um, to make yourself healthy, but if mm-hmm. you're born with a disease, mm-hmm. it's it, you're, you're, the odds of your healthy survival is that much more diminished. Uh, and that disease can be, um, you know, a, a, a hard disease, something like Lou Gehrig's disease, or um, which is what Stephen Hawking has, um, or um, Pangeria, or what Pangeria? What do you think? What's, I don't know. That's nah, it's, it's a disease where um, people. Um, they they age incredibly rapidly and they don't grow to be too tall and, mm. uh, and anyway these mm-hmm. kind of like these are genetic defects they're more they're more than just uh, diseases I think um but I also wanted to say that you know Madeline got sick or <laughs> she she brought the sickness into the house um <laughs> by going out mm-hmm. against her will and she didn't feel very good about it she didn't want to go to the seminar she didn't want to yeah. do any of that stuff and I think that's the first step is yeah. going out abroad and not wanting to be there the whole time and in the back of your mind you're you're sh- you're shutting yourself off you're making yourself numb yeah. in order to be able to deal with the amount of um stuff that's kind of being thrown at you yeah yeah um, yeah you're right we're also you know going by train i just felt annoyed by all these people in the train it was um just too much having yeah just sitting there in a locked up environment <laughs> yeah it's not cool huh? no it wasn't and so that's one of these things where um you know obviously sometimes you have to get a little give a little to take a little yeah but um, it's important to understand that balance as well. Yeah, absolutely. Right, because mm-hmm. I find that it's e- it's much easier to take a little um, uh, when when or I, I find it much easier to give a little when you know that what you're taking afterwards is is, is something that you can look forward to, mm-hmm. right? And and so therefore you draw your own energy from that. But when you start to realize that you're just doing it to pay rent and yeah. um, you have you all know. these other bills piling up and and uh, cost of life is beca- cost of living is becoming so much more expensive mm-hmm. and things tend to feel a little bit um, um, 
yeah, like a, like a heavy weight and burden. Yeah. Then it then it starts to actually um, manifest itself in many ways subconsciously yeah. throughout yeah, your yeah. life. And, and I think if you don't change these things, you know, you'll become sick again and again, and it gets worse and worse. That's right. Um, and you know, for me, back when I was diagnosed with uh, um, shingles. It was a uh, it was a very hard reality because it did take me a long time to um, get a grasp on it, mm. and it started off by for me very simply um, understanding what that type of a virus is, and um, I say this tongue in cheek because I've mentioned before is everybody believes themselves to be an expert in virology today, <laughs> but uh, that aside is um, there are actually a very couple there are actually a, a couple simple. Um, things to know about when it comes to fighting off viruses in your body or not even just fighting them off when you have something like a herpetic virus, mm -hmm. um, how to keep it suppressed because they are opportunistic viruses that will always find the opportune moment to present themselves, <laughs> right? And um, that being said, one sec, just got to take a little sip of my beverage here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel my throat drying up, so I'm going to try and be a little bit... Uh, more calm when I speak, <laughs> just to be able to put out the words in the order that I want to put them out. Hmm. Oh my God! Sorry, guys. My uh, my my head is already starting to leave me a little bit right now with uh, yeah, you, the way that you're, I'm talking. You are still. I know. In I'm the zone. so I'm still in the zone. I'm still sick, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, talking about um, shingles and um, a couple things that I had discovered that changed my life. Really, um, I was. I'm very fortunate to have a mother who is a nutritionist, and um, her being a, a nutritionist and a, a naturopath was something that I never really took. I always took for granted when I was younger because I was just a part of the family household that couldn't have cool foods or anything, you know, <laughs> worthwhile for children. <laughs> right? There, all, there's only so much, so many carrots and boiled cabbage that you could have <laughs> right <laughs> and, and so for me that sucked but growing up later on uh, realizing that it, it's a lot deeper than that you know i think yeah. that sugars are actually very healthy uh for children i think it's very important it's the only only um not only but sugars are one of the big things that pass through the blood brain barrier that allows children to have um cognitive uh activity yeah. healthy function and development um, but it doesn't have to be white refined sugar. You know, True. this is why for us a big source of sugar was uh, typically honey um, or or maple syrup, right? Mm. Things like that of that nature. Um, so a big thing that I learned was actually about, um, and you, you'll like this as a biologist, is asking the question. And this is what my I think my mother originally helped me with was, um, how do viruses feed? Mm -hmm. What's their nourishment? Mm -hmm. Maybe if you started there, you 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 can realize that you're feeding them, mm -hmm. and that was that mm. was to me a big thing, right? Uh, to start to really learn about that. And herpetic viruses, I'm not sure uh, about the spectrum of viruses out there. If this speaks true to most viruses, or mostly just specifically herpetic viruses, I'm not sure. But um, for me, it was more important about the herpetic virus because shingles is uh, stage two of chickenpox and the mm. ca canker sores and all that stuff. It's all part of the same thing, and um, so I learned that there's uh, there are different amino acids. Obviously, we know this. We grow. We, we learned this a little bit in school growing up, and some amino acids can be used for nutrition for the for the virus. Mm -hmm. Others not so much. And uh, quite specifically, I'm talking about the um, L-lysine and the L-arginine amino mm -hmm. acids. And um, what that means is that 
when you have excess L-arginine in your body, so your body's not using it anymore and it's, and it's going to go to waste, the viruses pick it up. And they, they munch on that and they grow stronger. And so the, the, <laughs> the biggest trick is to know um, what is your L-lysine to L-arginine mm -hmm. balance in your body. Mm -hmm. Because if you are, if your body's using all the arginine and then you're eating and uh, a whole bunch of L-lysine, you know, whether it be um, uh, the pure amino acid, which you can buy in bagfuls for dirt cheap, or whether you just pay attention to what types of foods yep. have high content lysine and arginine avoid the arginine high content foods and um you know try to try to always have an uh, uh more of the lysine um yeah. rich foods and i couldn't believe it just by doing this my episodes stopped oh yeah. yeah it wasn't just that it helped i mean it was noticeable within a week or so just yeah. huge you know the lysine is kind of like vitamin c when you start to take it in the beginning um specifically in high dosage you get stomach aches but then that goes away it's kind of mm. kind of like eating beans eventually you get used to it right uh <laughs> exactly right and so there's something that I learned um, is that you, 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 can, you can eat this stuff to your, um, how's the best way to say it, to your bowels capacity. <laughs> <laughs> so you eat it until you start to get a stomach ache. Yeah. And that's the level that you stay at until you're okay with it. And then you increase it. And you can do the same thing with vitamin C. I mm. know some people that can just have spoonfuls of vitamin C and they don't get, uh, you know, don't have any stomach problems because they've been doing it for so long. I'm a, I'm a little bit more trained than Madeline on that level because anytime <laughs> I feel a little bit ill, I, I go and I have a, a box of pure um, ascorbic acid that I that I just start chowing on, and, <laughs> right? So yeah. I just wanted to say that it was interesting because <laughs> just this <coughs> this little piece of information mm. it not only was life altering for me, but it actually went to show me that it's so simple yeah. and. Um, this is something that we wanted to talk about in the next episode too, and that is what is technology, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I, I would say that you know, technology um, is something that, like, very simply put, we'll, we'll elaborate on it further. Um, but technology, simply put, is something that we create that then can be used as a tool to um, improve our quality of mm -hmm. life. I think that's a quite simple way mm -hmm. of explaining. Yep. And in the animal kingdom, in the uh, even microbacteria kingdom, there are, there are so many forms of technology. It's it's unbelievable. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna bring out some really funny things uh, about that next time. But um, the, the 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 point is is that there's also like um, I wouldn't say that an attribute is technology, right? Like you can't say that uh, playing the piano or being able to play an instrument is not technology. That's an attribute. Mm -hmm. But if I learn to play the piano and then I write it down on paper, a, a methodology, mm -hmm. a program that I could then give to somebody who's never met me before and then take that information, decipher it and become a pianist or any other type of musician based off of that, that information becomes technology. Mm -hmm. And specifically the method of transmitting this information more and more um, efficiently yep. also becomes a form of technology whether it be on parchment paper or on a computer screen nowadays, right? Or an audio format. So it's, uh, these, these are all very fascinating uh, aspects of, the, of, this whole, uh, of, of this whole idea. Because like I mentioned, I th I'm more of the impression that, you know, not knowing about the amino acids, mm -hmm. that's something that I think that not only, um, like, 
very simply put, it's 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 kind of uh, violent in the sense that how how that type of information isn't easily accessible. Yeah, it's true. That yeah. when I go to the doctor and say, doctor, doctor, I got real big problems. <laughs> doctor, doctor. Yeah. Uh, Madeline's laughing about another uh, music video that, uh, that we shall not mention today with the doctor, doctor. No. <laughs> Boop, it's fuck. So, um, and uh, the, the point is, is that I remember afterwards, I went to like 11 specialists at the time and it was just one failure after another. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I, the last one I went to, I told them, I said, you know, I'm, I'm doing this and this is working. And, and the doctor gave me this bullshit about how, oh, that's like less than 1% statistic and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. What you really need are the pills. And then you can do that on the side. Mm-hmm. And, and that was, that, that really showed me, um, how I don't care how many fucking books some, some MD will read. Yeah. There is no wisdom in those words that he gave me at all. And wisdom is not something that can be gathered by a book. Yeah, yeah. It's also interesting that, um, you know, the German uh, teacher I thought said about Kurt Tepperwein. Yeah. He also said he's not going to doctors anymore because it, it just doesn't make any sense. They're only giving you something for the symptoms, but not looking for the real cause. I mean, there are some That's out right. there. I'm really happy with my doctor, but she's completely different. <laughs> <laughs> she really also, you know, like ask me always about how is things at work you know what could it be what is the reason for yeah, that so cool. and and i mean who, who uh, which doctors do that anymore you know like right they don't have time for this and they're maybe not even interested in it i don't know but yeah that's definitely something i always ask myself when i'm sick where does that come from what is the reason mm. for it and what can i do to make it better yeah absolutely yeah. So we're very fortunate to have actually a couple good doctors in this area, but they're yeah. very, very hard to find, to tell True. you the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. becoming increasingly more difficult. Um, and uh, um, so anyway, the last thing I wanted to touch upon was yeah. um, uh, something that we can actually turn into another episode later on. And uh, this is a bit of a, um, you know, a, a topic that one should tread upon lightly nowadays for some reason. And that's the uh, the idea of the social distancing. And um, I want to talk about this because I do find it to be very important. Um, We are adapted to our environments. Mm -hmm. End of story. And if you want to be nomadic or a wanderer, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes a lot of strength to do that. Mm -hmm. And um, we as humans, we're not designed that way to be traveling the world all the time and, and and having this much exchange in in goods and services and foods, this is so new to us, mm. right? The amount of parasites and bacteriums and garbage that we let in and out of yeah. all of our borders, um, you know, where the, the large companies doing this stuff, they, 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 they share no concern uh, for the countries in which they may infest, mm. right? Um, there are so many really poor examples of, of how... Um, large companies will endanger coastlines, you know, just by importing, um, it doesn't matter what they're importing, you know, they have to take the, the seawater with them in yeah. order to weigh down the boat as they, as yeah. they cross the Atlantic. And yeah, then what happens is, is as they get closer to the, to the border, they're supposed to a couple times stop, let out the water mm-hmm. and get new water mm-hmm. so that they don't bring the water from a different climate into the coastal shores of an, of an, of another ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And it happens all too often yeah, yeah, where yeah. they just don't right. do it. There's and then so you, many. Yeah. And then you end up with aggressive that. fish and uh, crustaceans or whatever the hell that um, just decimate the, the local ecosystems. Yeah. That's just one pest poor example. But um, 
anyway, the the reason why I wanted to mention this was because um, I I know I have friends who who actually stu- who who worked in Antarctica or um, worked on the Alaskan freeway, and these are people who got uh, isolation pay, hmm. uh, and isolation pay also in 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 insinuates like it also means that um it's expected that when you go and work on the Alaskan freeway uh, for four months solid six months sometimes you know you go to Antarctica and you work an entire season so we're talking five months mm-hmm. six months and you come back it's expected that you're gonna get sick it's expected that because you have only you know um been exposed to a small environment and specifically when you're working in a place like Antarctica yep. or on the Alaskan freeway um it's a very climatized um endeavor because you're 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 in a shack or you're in a shed or a, a building that 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 has its own air and stuff like that um and it's very very well known that when you come back or i i just i know people who have gone to live up in Nunavut or or mm. uh, Yukon territory and they only have the little village that they're in right and then they they come back to the U.S. or or or, or any, anywhere like where you have larger populations, and they just get hit with one thing after another. All yeah. these little things that they didn't have exposure to over the over the months or years that they were there for, and that's so normal. It's so normal, and so this is why I say that I always learned that social distancing increases viral mm-hmm. problems. Mm-hmm. Right? It increases the likelihood that um you are not getting enough small contact with the viruses in your environment. Right? We're talking about social distancing. I can understand that between um municipalities or countries, uh, you know, these kind of things. I can kind of understand that. Uh, in this day and age, like I said, is there's no there's no forethought onto uh, the parasites and the bacteriums that we're bringing over the borders mm-hmm. and all that stuff anymore. Yeah, yeah, true. But the idea and the idiocracy of of, uh, of keeping social distance to people that uh, live in your village, in your town, and that you, you talk to every day, um, I'm more of the opinion that um, that creates more damage than it does good. Mm. And, you know, this is one of these things where now uh, something that uh, may have, may, that we may have had more contact with in its earlier phase or development, um, we didn't. And uh, me being, me, <laughs> me having my broken shoulder and, and my broken foot, I've been, I've been sitting in the hammock actually <laughs> for a month and a half now, True. not doing anything other than sit here. So I actually have had complete, um, um, isolation for the last month and a half. So Madeline goes out to uh, to West Germany, like the deep west, like near um, uh, where were you? I was you, in Cologne. You, she was in Cologne, mm. and then she comes back and <clears throat> brings a bug with her. And then I, uh, I, you know, I get stuck <laughs> with that too. So that's just yeah. something I want to put forward because um, that's how I always learned things back in the past, and that's kind of just like changed and, and it's been thrown on its head over the past uh, mm-hmm. couple of years for political reason, I think, more than anything. But um, that's just something I wanted to put forward as as a side note. So how about you wrap things up with your your fantastic last words? You know? <laughs> fantastic yeah. last words. Yeah, so no my name is Ares Felmuth, and this is Madeline Seeger, the sex appeal of the show, because... Uh, <laughs> I am not filling that role at all today. <coughs> yeah, well, um, so wrapping it up, I think maybe next time you are sick, you can you know remember this episode, <laughs> the pleasures of being sick, that there's always a good aspect on it. And I think when you start looking 
for this good part, you'll find it and you'll find some changes that you can make to your life in order to make it better. So I mm -hmm. think illnesses and um, yeah, being sick is actually something something positive. I always I always saw it that way. Yeah, actually, it, it tells you that there's something yeah. out of balance. That's true, and I mean this is like a like a you know like a, a sign someone is holding up to you and says like go this way, not that way. This is mm -hmm. not good. So. Um, yeah, it's just really a good way to change things to the better. And that's our, also how I see it and feel it right now. Yep. And I don't know at the moment what really to change, but I know that things will change a little. And Yeah, um, um, for, yeah. For, for me, sorry to cut you off. You're no, gonna, I'm going to bring you back to your final okay. uh, excellent words <laughs> in a second. But a, a big thing I want to uh, really emphasize is that back when I was diagnosed with shingles now over a decade ago... Um, the life that I gathered for myself, mm -hmm. and this is the important thing, is that I fixed myself. Yeah. I went out and found the information. I had a bit of, I had access to uh, good, great people who were able to mm -hmm. help me, you know, refine this information. My ex-girlfriend, Linda, helped me a lot. And uh, my mom was there for me. It was, it was fantastic. And um, the, the quality of life that I ended up with afterwards was so much greater um, because I, I actually... Um, I, I changed everything. I realized that a lot of the reason why I mainly got sick was was stress induced. Mm, yeah. And so I removed all those stressors from my life. I, uh, I just completely, you know, I, 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 I just packed my bags and went to another continent and um, decided to just mm. kind of breathe and live a simple life for a while. And it was only supposed to be a small test of, of a couple years. And, <laughs> you know, um, 11, almost 12 years later, I'm, I'm here and uh, have a beautiful wife and uh, we have a nice property and, um, you know, opportunities and great friends. And yeah. And this is one of these things where um, the fear of loss is something that I definitely um, gathered from that is mm -hmm. is is to not lose to not be um, turned away by a fear of losing yep. everything. Yeah. Instead, understand there's something wrong, and therefore a reaction upon it is necessary to understand it. And yeah. If not, then you're never going to have a healthy out you know perspective anymore and and an ability to really connect to oneself so that that changed mm -hmm. for me it was it was just massive right i, I can't emphasize yep. that en enough that 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 to me was a, a blessing in disguise because it wasn't just about understanding um my environment my connection to myself mm -hmm. nutrition better um it was it was so much deeper it actually became a, a quite a spiritual journey for me eventually yep. because now whenever i can feel you know the shingles upticking again it's a, it's it's typically a sign for me telling me right away you have put yourself under negative stress and i say negative stress because i can i can exercise i can run like a motherfucker i can do <laughs> a, a lot of physical stress yeah but when it comes to negative stress and that is doing something i don't want to do yeah in an area that's dirty and yeah. and you know um like on a job site where all of a sudden you can tell that the um, the Polacks are fucking pissing in the walls and there's dirt and mold everywhere. It's it's brutal over here sometimes. And, you know, um, these kind of things I, I want to walk away from, obviously. Mm -hmm. and, and so I do as much as I can. But um, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a very hard balance sometimes because you know that when you are in the world, you're going to be affected by the way the world operates if you want to... Um, if you want to coexist with it, 
And I don't think it's healthy either to just completely shut oneself off from the world and um, <laughs> and be a recluse, right? No, it's true. I also had one thing in mind <laughs> I wanted to write down, but now we don't have anything here. No, not today. But um, ah, yeah, so I also realized that, you know, the world keeps spinning, although you have to stop. And that's maybe something that you can also take <laughs> from that episode today, like... There is nothing so important or it can't be anything so important for you that it's, you can't stop. You know, I think we we might think that, oh, if you don't do this and don't do that and oh my God, everything will fall apart. Maybe it will, but in a way where it's actually good that things fall apart because it's not meant to to last that in, in that way. And having a job you might actually actually really don't like and, you know, just... Um, not not being able to go there anymore and do anything will actually eventually help you to find something else and to change your life. So, yeah. Do we have any more? No, I think we're good for today. Comments? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, exactly. For all of you guys out there, if there are any comments you'd like to post before we take off, now's the time. Um, this has been another great episode of Smart yeah. Home Stupid People. Very Smart nice. Home Stupid Sick People. That is what we are today. Uh, Madeline's looking much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm actually, actually, I really like <laughs> how this changed the last couple of days. So yeah, you feel um, rejuvenated, right? Yeah, I, I actually have to say I feel much better even before I was sick. You know, it's like and something I heard from from someone else. Uh, maybe they had the same illness. I don't mm -hmm. know. He said after he felt really, um, I feel a lot of energy. Yep. Um, I can also sit, you know, and write uh, my book very concentrated. Focus is there again. Yeah. Focus is yeah. there again, and yeah, things are good. Joie de vivre. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the pleasures of life. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, go. the pleasures of life. All right. Then, you know, we hope that you are healthy and happy out there. And if not, again... Go get healthy and happy. Go get healthy and happy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All exactly. Right. All right, everybody. Take care and we'll see you Sunday. Yeah, see bye you bye. next time.